Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Herd podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowher on Fox Sports Radio. Here we go on a Thursday. News breaking. It's been that kind of two, three-week tunnel for us, and we love it. It's the herd wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now, he breaks it down like nobody else. Bet football, fantasy football, want to get smarter. The playoff football, Greg Cosell. (laughs) J-Mac, I think I won our bet for a piece of pizza. Yes, Mike, yes. Mike McCarthy did. was not fired during our show two days ago. He's been retained. He's been retained. Yeah. What do you want to do? Sparrow or what, what, what kind of? What's your pizza? Pizza Hut, Domino's, Papa John's. <laughs> Let me take it under consideration. <laughs> it is great to have you here. Listen, let's talk about Jerry Jones for a second. Mike McCarthy's going to keep his job. So Jerry Jones likes to feel necessary. He likes to feel needed. Um, Bill Parcells didn't need him, and Jimmy Johnson didn't need him. Okay, their legacies are set. Jason Garrett, Mike McCarthy, they need him. And Jerry likes that. It's like Dak Prescott. Jerry's like, I found him in the fourth round. And all Cowboy quarterbacks, Danny White, Roger Staubach at one time was the richest NFL player making his money out of football. Troy Aikman, Tony Romo, Dak Prescott, Cowboy quarterback, endorsements and wealth for life and jerry likes that he feels part of it he feels necessary um all these nfl owners and billionaires they all have tendencies and jerry likes to feel important that's why he still does that silly weekly radio hit and post-game presser i do think jerry's getting in his own way now now i don't think you can just blame mike mccarthy for all of 
this. Since McCarthy arrived with Dak Prescott, Dak rolls at home and against bad teams. He's 10-16 and 16 against playoff teams, home or away. Great quarterbacks beat the good teams. But let's just take the names out of it this morning. Let's not make it personal, right? Take the names out of the Cowboys. And what if I said, do they sound like a Super Bowl winning team? Meddling owner who thinks he knows more about football than everybody else. Meddling owner, B to B plus quarterback, and a head coach that struggles with clock management. So, meddling owner, B plus quarterback, head coach struggles late. Does that sound like a Super Bowl team? <laughs> All right. Take Baltimore. Non-meddling owner, dynamic superstar quarterback, and a coach from a legendary football family, John Harbaugh. That sounds like a Super Bowl team. Dallas, to me, lacks the elements needed to be taken seriously in December and January. And again, let's go back to when Dallas was winning Super Bowls. Let's go to the terms again. Dynamic young owner. He was non-meddling. Remember, Jimmy in the first three years, Jerry in the first three years did not meddle. Jimmy Johnson has said it. Jimmy did the football. Jerry did the business. So let's go back to when Dallas was winning. Let's go to their three elements. Dynamic, risk-taking, maverick owner, Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback, Jimmy Johnson, Troy Aikman. Oh, well, well coincidence. And it was winning Super Bowls back then. So there's two things Jerry has done over the last 20 years. Avoided disaster. They've only had four sub-500 seasons in 20 years, and three of those four is when Dak or Tony Romo got hurt. So they avoid disaster. And number two is they avoid Super Bowls. <laughs> Meddling owner, average coach, average quarterback. So if you look at the favorites this weekend, Buffalo, Non-meddling owner, superstar quarterback, no-nonsense coach. San Francisco, great coach, great owner, loaded roster. Say it out loud. The elements needed to be taken seriously in December and January. In the middle of this season, there was a game between Miami and Dallas. And I said before the game, I love Dallas. Because I was buying into Dallas at that time, and I hadn't bought into Miami all year. All year long, I kept calling the Miami Dolphins, the, the fake Gucci bag, the spray tan, uh, the sports car convertible not built for January, fake tan of the NFL. But I bought Dallas, and then they played. And you remember what I said after that game? That's the same team. Neither one is built for December and January. They both got a little fake in them. Baltimore may not win the Super Bowl. No fake. San Francisco may not win. No fake. Green Bay, young, unproven. No fake. That wasn't a fraud win, a fake win, inauthentic win against Dallas. But right now, they're the Miami Dolphins. That's what they are. And if you don't take them really seriously, why would you take Dallas seriously? Don't need to make it personal, but there are elements to teams that take home the trophy. And when Dallas had those three, a dynamic, non-meddling, business-first owner, Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback. They brought home trophies. Multiple. They even 
lost the coach for a year and had a non-elite coach in one. Here was Mike McCarthy at his presser this morning. We have established a, a you know a championship program. It's just not the world championship yet. Uh, we know how to win. Uh, we know how to train to win. We have the we have the right people, um, but we have not crossed the threshold winning playoff games. And um, and it's extremely disappointing to be sitting here talking about it. Um, but you know, I, I know how to win, and and uh, we will get over that threshold. Uh, I have total confidence in it, and, and that's why I'm standing here today. Mike's good with twisting words. Listen, we're a championship level, just not world championship. Would you win the city championship in Dallas? <laughs> I don't know what that means, but Mike can kind of twist it in his favor. He'll remain the coach. So a Diana Rossini, a very good reporter, comes on this show pretty regularly, said um, they, don't, they don't have a decision yet in Philadelphia. Many people are saying Sirianni's back. I trust Diana. She says, maybe, maybe not. Sirianni has to meet with the owner and tell him his plan. And the owner, Jeffrey Lurie, is a pretty savvy guy. He's heard a lot of plans in his life. So one of the things I, um, I learned this years ago from a news director I had years and years ago. Boy, I was in uh, Vegas like 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And he said, um, if, if, you, if you ever let anybody go in the news industry, uh, what's their market? And if they don't get hired by anybody, you made the right decision. If they get hired in a day, like Andy Reid, maybe you made the wrong decision. And so what would the market be for Nick Sirianni if he was on it to be a head coach? Not much of one. What would the market be for Philadelphia seeking head coaches? Not pretty good. Mike Vrabel may want that job. So I would move off Nick Sirianni. Here's the thing, though. The Mike McCarthy discussion at least is layered. It is. 12 wins, 12 wins, 12 wins. He lets go of the OC. The offense actually does better, and the OC doesn't crush. It's a little nuanced with Mike, right? Like, he let go of his star OC. The offense got better. The OC didn't do well. Sirianni's the opposite. OC leaves, flourishes. Sirianni crashes. Now, this season didn't end well for Dallas, but, I mean, you can look at McCarthy and say, well, <laughs> the owner in Dallas thinks he's a GM. The quarterback's really highly compensated, and he's okay. But in Philadelphia, it's different. Owner, excellent. GM, beyond excellent. O-line, D-line combination, probably the best in the league. Quarterback, expensive, but in his prime. It kind of falls on Nick Sirianni to me. Again, you don't have to love McCarthy, but it's a more layered, nuanced conversation. He lost his star OC. They got better, slightly. Nick Sirianni lost his star OC, and the roof caved in. So he's going to try and sell his plan to the owner. But if you look at the last two years with Shane Steichen, now the Colts coach, and without him... <laughs> It's not hard to figure out. It feels very much Brandon Staley, L.A. Chargers vibe. Where a coach can't figure out his side of the ball, and his side of the ball is the problem, not the other side of the ball. That's a problem. Fletcher Cox came out yesterday and said he's a winner. Well, Philadelphia is not bad very often, so that's lip service. Players always love their coach. To the very end, they defended. They defended Brandon Staley with the Chargers. But I will say there is good news for the Cowboys. 
If Sirianni's retained, at least you got a better coach than Philly. Right? Silver lining to everything. I would move off this coach. Uh, J-Mac, there's also interesting stories from the Belichick camp. Oh. Very, very interesting stories yeah. from the Belichick camp. That this Atlanta Belichick potential marriage continues to just shock me. It just feels like you know, just the hoodie, the holes in the sweatshirt, the cold weather, I, and now going into a dome. I, I, I am going to explain it to you. Okay. I need help on that one. I don't get it. Got a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, which takes 90 seconds. So my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I'm going to take the Texans plus nine at the Ravens, a young Texans team playing with confidence. I don't necessarily think a couple of weeks off helps the Ravens. I think Baltimore wins. I'll take the nine. Uh, I'm going to take the Lions minus six against the Bucs. They're a better team. That Rams team they beat and controlled in the first half was arguably, next to Baltimore, the hottest team in the league. Lions at home win by a touchdown. I'm going to take Bills minus three over the Chiefs. Kansas City this year is not Kansas City previous years. And I think Buffalo at home is going to score some points. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code herd when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 90 seconds, all it takes. Use the code HERD. New customers bet five. That's it. Five bucks and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. That's code HERD only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult 21 and older that dips, I'm going to tell you about an American made success story and Black Buffalo Zero pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. 
bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love, Mint, Straight, Wintergreen, Peach, even Blood Orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. All right, here we go. Here are my picks. Texans at Ravens. I think the number's right. I think Baltimore's a better team. They led the NFL in wins, point differential, turnover differential, and opposing quarterbacks against the Ravens' defense end up with a 74 passer rating. That's the lowest in the league. Remember, five of the six wild card games were blowouts. I think, you know, sometimes rubber meets the road. Lamar Jackson's 10 and 1 over his last 11 games. The reasons I like the reason I like the Texans over Cleveland, they had a better quarterback. The better quarterback in this game is Lamar Jackson. The better roster. Probably the better coach. Everything lines up for Baltimore. They're at home and they get Mark Andrews, the tight end back. I think the numbers right. I think the Texans are a great story. The Ravens are a great team. I think Baltimore wins by about 10, 33, 23. Packers at 49ers. Listen, I think San Francisco's at home. They're rested, and they have more veteran star players. It's a better team. But I think the Packers will keep it close. Packers have won 7 of 9, four-game winning streak over the last month. Number one offense in the NFL. Getting better every week. Number one third down offense. Very good first quarter offense. Don't be surprised if they win the coin flip, take it, drive down the field, and score. 400-plus straight three games in a row, 400-plus yards, and Aaron Jones is humming. This is the offense that Matt LaFleur wants to run, that Aaron Rodgers doesn't audible out of. Brock Purdy's last couple of games, couple of TDs, four picks. I think it's a pretty close game. Wouldn't be surprised if startling Green Bay takes an early lead. I'll take the Niners 30-24, I think, nine-and-a-half-point spread. It, it sounds ridiculous to give LaFleur, Jordan Love, that offense, that run game, and that O-line, that many points is weird to me. Buccaneers and Lions. Listen, I think Detroit's clearly a team. Last two years, Tampa Bay's 500 team, 17-17. and 17. That's what they are. Detroit's a really good team. Beating the Rams is more impressive than people think. That first half, they went up and down the field on that Rams defense. They're 10-1 and one are the Lions when they score 24 points. All right, the way to beat them is a shootout. I don't think Tampa's built for a shootout. Jared Goff, especially at home, is a really elite quarterback. And again, Tampa this year was 2-5 and five against playoff teams. They caught an Eagles team that waved the white flag early. I think Detroit's a better team here, and they're going to win this game 28-20. to 20. Again, I think the Baker story is a great story. This is not a great team. Last two years, they're 500, 17 and 17. Chiefs said Bills. I like Buffalo. I think this is the weakest version of the Chiefs in several years. The Bills are on a six-game winning streak, and it started by beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Also, they're seven and one since they fired Ken Dorsey. They're six and one against playoff teams. Baltimore and Buffalo, they beat the good teams, often soundly. Six teams, straight games, Josh Allen, with multiple touchdowns. He's a unicorn. The Chiefs, folks, they're averaging 21 a game over their last 11 games. That's what they are. Rasheed Rice is a low-end number one receiver. They don't have a two or a three. 
This offense, every metric tells you it's the worst Kansas City offense. First time they're on the road. I think Buffalo's going to win it. I think it's lower scoring than you think, despite having the great quarterbacks. 24-20, Buffalo wins the game. So I think the numbers are, are close. Now, last week, I loved dogs. This week, Baltimore, uh, Detroit, Buffalo, I kind of like the favorites. Is this Kansas City's last stand? You know, Travis Kelsey kind of not falling off a cliff. I'm not going to use the word washed, but he has regressed considerably. Well, he's had 10. I think he said he had 10 surgeries. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just getting old. The offense, Mahomes' contract. Yeah. Big one for the Chiefs, Colin. Yeah, I like Buffalo. All right, here we go. Greg Cosell, 44 years NFL Films. Hey, before we get to the matchups, I want to talk about three teams that were eliminated. So let's start with the okay. Eagles. Um, listen, there's a direct connection to Shane Steichen leaving and that offense not looking the same. What does the film say? Are you Would you be concerned if you're Jalen Hurts, if you're Jeffrey Lurie, the owner, you're Howie Roseman? What's the film say on Philadelphia? Yeah, boy, that, that that's a lengthy answer to that, but we'll keep it short. Um, I think that it's a combination of uh, some concepts, which are uh, particularly against splits, which are not what you'd ideally like them to be, but also Jalen Hurts, as he did not do very much last year, but did far more this year, he tended to leave the pocket prematurely. He disrupted the, the timing and flow of the offense. He has to just develop staying in the pocket longer, letting the offense work for him, not getting out of the pocket. Um, but I think that conceptually they did not look the same as a year ago. Now keep one thing in mind. They made a lot of plays down the field a year ago with vertical throws outside the numbers. Those are plays you cannot count on. Yeah. They cannot be foundational to your offense. Yeah. So Dak, um, very uneven. Somebody came on our show earlier this week, I forget who it was, and said they, they thought Dak looked a little anxious. Uh, Dak yeah. made a couple of, on one interception, a really bad read for a veteran quarterback. What did you see on the film from Dak? Yeah, it's funny. You're, you're probably talking, I would think, about the Savage interception, which was a fascinating play because I understood exactly when I looked at the tape why Dak threw that ball. It looked really bad because it just looked like he threw it to Savage. But if you see the tape, you understand why he made that throw. It was actually a great play by Savage. But what really struck me watching the tape was there was very little intermediate and downfield throwing in this game. And, I, again, I can't tell you why that is, Colin, but it seemed like they were not the least bit aggressive at all in the pass game. And that surprised me, particularly against a Packer defense whose weakness is the back end. The other thing that was interesting to me, you know, coaches tell you what they think of their players by how they deploy them. Um, that's something I've always believed in. And Dan Quinn decided in this game to play a significantly lower percentage of man coverage than he had during the season. He played far more zone. And when you watch tape of the of the secondary of the Cowboys, Deron Bland is not a very good man corner, and Gilmore was playing with a harness. So I think he felt that he could not match up to those young Packers receivers. Um, watching Mike McDaniel coach Tua in the second half was almost protective. Uh, some of that is he didn't have a you, – you've noted this. He didn't have a big arm outside the numbers, and we had a 20-mile-an-hour no. 20, 20 wind. Was it just elements that limited Miami? To some degree, 
I mean, I think if you're Mike McDaniel, and I'm sure they're thinking about this now, um, you have to decide how you can expand your offense within what your quarterback does. Um, and that, and some might say that's an organizational decision as well. How do you want to play offense? But ultimately, you build your offense around your quarterback in this league. And I'm not going to sit here and say Tua can't throw, but Tua is a certain kind of quarterback. He's clearly a timing, rhythmic, rhythmic player. When he can hit his back foot and deliver the football – then he's very good. But you know what? Teams are going to study them in a lot of detail this offseason, particularly in their division. And when the schedule comes out, those teams will study them. And they're going to have to expand what they do offensively. And obviously they have to work within the confines of Tua, but there there needs to be more to what they do. Oh, all right. That's a good point. Um, let's Okay, let's get into the matchups. Bucks lions Now, we know kind of what Detroit is. What does the film say on what Baker's success has been down the stretch? What What is Tampa doing that is elevating Baker and giving this team more confidence? Well, I think they made a decision. Uh, I forget exactly what week, it, you know, but it was earlier in the season to put Baker much more in the shotgun. Um, he's not really an under-center quarterback. You know, Colin, you watch a ton of college football. You know that at Oklahoma he was a shotgun quarterback. He's much more comfortable. He's much more effective. Um, and I think – one player on this offense that is, is overlooked a bit. I know he had a couple of drops in the Eagles game, but Kate Otten has become kind of a significant yeah. player for them. Yeah. Maybe not a high, high-volume receiver. We certainly think of Evans and Godwin mostly, but I think Kate Otten is an important player within the context of what they do because Baker does throw between the numbers very well. Yeah, he does. Um, Packers, Niners. So I, I said this. I've I've talked to executives in the league and scouts. Nobody can have nobody has a good third corner in the league, you know. But almost every team's got right. a good second or third receiver. So the weapons is where the money's at. There's never been more money paid to wide receivers, tight ends, and there's kids see it, and they don't want to be corners. They want to be receivers. And I watch Green Bay's receivers, tight ends, and I think to myself, well, I don't know if San Francisco matches up that well. Dallas didn't. I think there's no fluke to it. I think they're running a very true Matt LaFleur offense now. Jordan's not audibling out of it. And I think Green Bay presents a lot of issues with very twitchy, athletic players. Um, I mean, when you watch Jordan Love, was it athletic ability? Was it scheme? What Personnel? What did the films say? It's a combination of both. Um, you know, I think Love has grown so much uh, just in, in what he sees, how he processes it. I mean, keep in mind, that 20-yard touchdown he threw to Wicks near the end of the first half, that was mental and physical because he saw the zero blitz and he used his cadence. Remember, he's still a young quarterback. He's in his first year. Granted, he's played a lot of games now, but he's still a young quarterback. And he used his cadence to de have the Cowboys declare their blitz, Colin. That is really good. And then, obviously, he made the great throw. Uh, motion is a major part of their offense. Uh, we'll see how the uh, 49ers match up. The key for the 49ers could well be their defensive front because I think that's where they do have an advantage. Can they pressure Love? Can they get him to play a little faster? He does. If you want to have a knock on Love over these last 10 weeks, every once in a while he gets a little reckless. Yes. Um, and, and then he throws some balls off balance that he shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, so we'll see if they can get him to play faster. But he's played very smart football, processing things really well, both pre-snap and post-snap. Okay, this, this sounds like a shot at Brock Purdy. It's not meant to be, but Brock has some physical limitations. So, you know, a bye week, 
what are you going to add to the playbook? It would be adding it with your weapons. I think Brock Purdy is what he is. Now, Lamar Jackson, you give him an extra week, you know, they, they could put in some wrinkles with Lamar who can extend and right. broaden the offense. So I think about my Brock Purdy bye week. I mean, what, what do you expect to see from Purdy in San Francisco here with a little extra time? I would say you'll see, you might see tweaks, but I think you'll see what they do. I mean, they start with the run game. Keep one thing in mind, too. We always think of the 49ers as a 21 personnel offense with two backs. You know, use check plays a lot, probably 40% of the snaps. But they're the best running team in the league with three wide receivers on the field. So I'm very curious to see how they approach this. The Packers do have a very good front. It's in the secondary where they have their struggles. They thought this season would be Stokes and Alexander at corner. Stokes hardly played. Alexander has been in and out of the lineup, mostly out. He got hurt again last week. Um, as we're speaking Thursday, I don't know what his status is for this game um, but they've had problems on the back end but their front's pretty good so I, I would expect the Niners you know as I said every team is going to have tweaks particularly when you have two weeks off but I don't think they're going to be different from a, a, a methodology standpoint. They're going to do what they do and what they've done really, really well all season. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? along with my fellow pro bowler, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, T.J. Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 82-game preseason is in the books. It's finally time for the real season. Don't miss out on any of the NBA playoff action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. From the play-in tournament through the finals, DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered with same-game parlays, live betting odds boosts, and more. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is HERD. New customers bet five and get 200 in bonus bets instantly. 200. That's code heard only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. 
if you're an adult 21 and older that dips. I'm going to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo Zero Pouches. Black Buffalo's Zero Pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA by American farmers for adult consumers. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. Black Buffalo Zero is all about the history and tradition of dip, but they understand the convenience and discretion modern-day consumers are looking for. Bold flavor, full pouches. Black Buffalo Zero pouches give you the versatility to consume discreetly but still keep the ritual with flavors Dippers Love. Mint, straight, wintergreen, peach, even blood orange, all proudly made right here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Texans um, going to the Ravens. So we got into this discussion this week. We didn't want to be uh, overreactionary, right? Like, But boy, the way C.J. Stroud throws deep balls, pretty effortless. He's got the right O.C., weapons, protection. When you look at him on film, do you say to yourself, boy, this is this looks like a top six or seven quarterback, or is that just too much right now? Um. I'm not good with lists, Colin, but I will say this. Stroud, to me, is a classic case of where the the nuances with which he plays separate him. I mean, obviously, it's easy to look at him and say, boy, he's an accurate thrower. Sure, and and, and you have to be an accurate thrower, obviously. You've got to have precise ball location. But I think the way he sees things, the fact that he'll stand and deliver and he doesn't get out of the pocket, he makes throws. So he lets the offense work for him. Yeah. So he makes throws late in the down. Yeah. I can't tell you how many quarterbacks in this league do not do that. And we automatically then assume, well, it's the O-line's fault or receivers aren't open. I can tell you from watching tape, that's rarely ever the case. Quarterbacks need to stand and deliver the football. I mean, Patrick Mahomes did that exceptionally well in the game against Miami last week. He hardly ever left the pocket unless it was the exact last thing that was possible to do. That's what playing quarterback is. Stroud knows from a nuanced, detailed, disciplined craft end how to play quarterback. That's what playing quarterback is. How does Lamar, um, and I've watched him just disassemble good defenses like San Francisco, how does he match up on film with what the Texans try to do defensively? Yeah, the Texans are, are much more of an execution defense than a highly schemed defense. They're not a high-percentage blitz defense. They will once in a while. They don't play a ton of man, which is probably good in this matchup with Lamar. Um, and, and uh, you know, they're, they're really going to have eyes on Lamar Jackson with the way they play coverage. Now, what people forget about the Ravens is they're the number one rushing team in the league by a wide margin, and Lamar is a significant part of that. And they're particularly good running the ball in the red zone, which is a, you have the Jackson factor there, and they get in the red zone a lot. So, you know, I think that you'll see the, the Texans play a fairly sound fundamental defense. They'll try to keep things under control. You know, Lamar has become really, really good. I mean, he's always been good, no question. But I think he's been really, really good at working through zone windows this year. He lets those plays work. He throws the ball between defenders. Um, I think he's he's become much, much better at that, and it's raised his level of play as a passer against zone coverage. 
All right, the marquee matchup, Chiefs-Bills, Mahomes-Allen. So I thought, considering the elements, I thought Kansas City's offense was pretty good. That's what it looked like. I thought it was pretty functional. What did you make of Mahomes? I thought Mahomes was phenomenal. And the numbers, you know, might not compare to other numbers he's put up, you know, this year and previous years. But I thought that he played really a terrific game mentally and physically. Keep in mind, Vic Fangio came in and did something that was probably unexpected. He went zero coverage, meaning that it was all-out blitz with man-to-man matchups across the board and no deep safety. He did that. 15 times in the game, which is an unheard of number. There are many teams in the league that haven't done that 15 times all season. And I thought Mahomes saw it, recognized it, knew exactly where to go with the football. He stayed in the pocket. He delivered. He was sharp. I thought he played outstanding football. In fact, I thought it was one of his best games of this season. And, you know, Rice has turned into a pretty solid receiver. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I'm not going to get caught up in is he a one, is he a two. You know, he's their best receiver right now, and he's the one that they pretty much focus on. But I thought it was one of Mahomes' best games. And the question for the Bills on defense, they have a ton of injuries, Colin. I mean, uh, that that could be a big issue in this game, that the people that they put out there, it, it could be a problem. So Josh Allen, I I like this Bills offense. I think the Boise State kid, they're yep. kind of they're kind of twitchy. Uh, they got a thousand yard rusher. I think the O line has looked better this year in run blocking uh, situations. So I kind of like this team. How did they look against the Steelers on film? Yeah, I mean, I think that you know, obviously Allen played a clean game, and when they play a clean game, even if you know, obviously they're not scoring in every drive, but when they play a clean game, the pace and tempo of the game works in their favor. They kind of control the game a little bit. Um, you know, even if they punt, they usually move the ball. They're still really good on third down. A lot of people may not be aware of that. They are one of the best third down offenses in the league and have been for years. And to Shakir here, who we just saw uh, catch the touchdown, he has added a a significant element to their offense. Um, You know, and obviously you you always have the Allen factor for special plays. Um, He's he's going to play the way he plays. He's going to get out of the pocket too early sometimes. He's going to leave some throws on the field, but he's also going to run for, you know, 52 yards for a touchdown sometimes. So, you know, and he made a terrific seam throw to a Kincaid. And Kincaid is kind of coming on here. He, yep. To me, he's a really important factor in this game. But that Chiefs defense, that's a really, really good defense. So I let's, mean, yeah, let's they don't talk get about the credit that. they deserve yeah. because of Patrick Mahomes. But Spags does an unbelievable job, and they are difficult to play against. A, a very good mix, Colin, of really good players and schematically, they're really difficult to play against. So let's talk about Kincaid. He's the rookie tight end from Utah. Yep. The number one tight end. Utah makes their uh, tight ends block, but tight ends usually in this league takes them a year to figure it out. So not a surprise that he is now, as we get to the end of the year, Dalton Kincaid is finally, like young tight ends, finding his space, and that's your play. Yeah, and Kincaid, just one quick point before we get to the play. You know, obviously I'm not comparing anyone to Kelsey in terms of, of, you know, production over time. Kincaid's a rookie. But he can be deployed in the context of an offense much like Kelsey. You can split him out. You can detach him. He can run wide receiver routes. Uh, He certainly can line up attached to the formation as well. He can work the middle of the field effectively. Um, But the play we're going to show is from last week against Pittsburgh. And they knew that they were going to get this coverage at some point in the game. And they had the right play call dialed up. So let's take a look at it. This is the touchdown to Kincaid. It's a 29-yard touchdown. It's a seam throw by by Allen. Beautiful throw. But to, to me, this was all done in pre-planning because what you're going to see here is you're going to see Allen in the gun. 
Okay, he's in an empty set right now. So there's nobody in the backfield with him. So what's he looking at? He's looking at two high safeties. The middle is open. He sees that. Now, he'll confirm that, but that's what he sees now. Kincaid and Shakir are the two receivers you want to look at to the trip side of the formation. Basically, they're going to run vertical routes to attack the safety to that side. Yeah. They're going to put him in conflict. He can't cover both vertical routes. So as Allen drops back, what does he do? He looks left because he wants to make sure the safety to the other side can't become a factor on this throw yep. because he wants to get the seam throw to Kincaid because he's not worried about the linebacker. He knows Kincaid's going to run by the linebacker. The linebacker is not really relevant to him. He had to make sure that the safeties are taken care of so the middle stayed open. Yep. And that's exactly what happened here. And you see it's a seam throw by Allen. You know, he can make these throws. I mean, this is easy for him. Yeah. Um, and so Kincaid is the guy. This is, a th you know, a, a vertical stretch play, a seam stretcher. Kincaid can do that. He can give you that element, that dimension in your offense. Yeah. They're a different-looking offense. A little twitchier, a little few more elements to it. Greg Cosell, NFL Films, as always. Great scene. You can't wait for the weekend. Thanks, Greg. Me too. Thanks, Colin. Yeah. I like I like my Bills. Beat up on the defensive side, injuries, and it matters. But it's um, I, I didn't hear him mention two days less rest um, for Buffalo. It's just it's a t really tough spot for them. But I, it's funny. I said yesterday I can see the Chiefs getting blown out, and of course all these Kansas City fans take it and throw it on the internet. You know, I, they could get blown. They're not a great they're not a great team this year. No, Colin. I mean they're averaging twenty one a game. And they usually are in the twenty-seven a game, so they're they're not not a bad team. They're more yeah. vulnerable. Uh, how much stock do you put in the Miami win last round? I don't. Not a nothing, right? Is well, no, but I mean, as Greg said, it was really impressive. They put on a performance. Give them credit, but it it was Miami was a beaten team on the bus. Yeah, I mean, it, it didn't like Pittsburgh coming in. <laughs> you could tell from the jump they had no chance. Didn't have a lot of juice. So it's a uh, yeah. It's it's a uh, New England had more vulnerable when you have like. Really, really good coaches and really good rosters. There's vulnerabilities. Like, Baltimore was vulnerable, and now they get Mark Andrews, the tight end back. Now they're not as vulnerable. Now, I mean, now you got Zay Flowers. Now you got uh, the other young receiver, number 80. Um, and then you got Andrews. Now, Lamar. Bate, Bateman, Odell, Zay, they got they got a so now And arson. now I got a guy that dominates the middle of the field in Andrews. <clears throat> so it's like, okay, so they were kind of vulnerable for a while because... Andrews is arguably the second-best tight end in football. Oh, now he's back. So the getting was good on Baltimore, and they were still blowing people out. So I that, that Baltimore offense, good luck to the Texans. No thing. It, that, that, that is a stacked team. Other than Marlon Humphrey, the Ravens might be the healthiest team right now. And guess who's second? The Niners. Christian McCaffrey's fine. <laughs> Defensive line, fine. Like I would take that Super Bowl. Yeah. Hi, let's talk about pro plan sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, 
you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one -on -one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.